0: Well, welcome to the Inside Sports Nutrition Podcast, your source for all things sports nutrition-related. This show is hosted by myself, Bob Sibahar, and my co-host, Dina Griffin. We are both board-certified sport dietitians and registered dietitians with a combined professional experience over 40 years. In this episode, episode 65, Dina and I... Interview Peter Kaufman, one of the founders of UCAN. And this is a super awesome episode because not only do we get to chat with Peter regarding the origin story of origin story of UCAN, but also we're going to talk about the novel ingredient, which makes UCAN a little bit or a lot a bit different than all other sport nutrition products on the market. That novel ingredient is Live Steady. So we're going to talk about how what it is, how it works in the body, how it's made and the benefits for different type of athletes in sports. So we will also be finishing up with a review of how to use all of their products because they have quite a few these days. Now, before we get to the show, this episode is brought to you by All Around Snack Co. Founded by yours truly in 2020, I wanted to provide some metabolically efficient snacks for athletes and was a little bit perturbed with the with the products on the market so i took it to myself went in the kitchen devised some super super tasty and blood sugar controlling snacks got a couple of different products if you'd like to try them those are gourmet snack mix Energy bites and protein puffs. If you go over to allaroundsnackco.com, snackco.com, that's all snack C-O, Use the code ISNPODCAST23. You are awesome listener, will get 15% off your order. And now on to the show. Hello. Welcome to the Inside Sports Nutrition Podcast. My name is Bob Sibahar here with Dina Griffin, my partner in podcasting. Dina, hello. How are you?
1: Doing great, Bob. I have no caffeine happening and I'm still feeling on top of the world and really excited for our discussion today and our special guest.
0: It's actually fantastic. I was a little worried when you first said you don't have caffeine and you don't, you're not holding at least one or two mugs in your hand, but um, you're so smiling. You're so bouncy today. I love it.
1: <laughs> it might be because we, it is uh, in Boulder here this morning and 12 degrees. And so, you know, you get that fresh, cold air going on the body and mind and everything. And it's like, just so invigorating. Uh, you don't need any other stimuli besides that.
0: <laughs> it is kind of nice. I went outside and shoveled this morning because we had we had some snow also, and uh, it it is it kind of wakes you up, doesn't it?
1: Yes, and yes. it well, sounds like you're feeling good, and uh, I know we're both looking forward to our conversation today i'm i'm like waiting for you to introduce our guest bob i
0: know well yeah. you know it's been almost a year since we've started our podcast as yeah. as we're recording today the you know mid november 2022 and i don't know why it took us so long maybe we were just kind of building anticipation but today we are chatting with Peter Kaufman from UCAN. He is one of the founders of UCAN. And for our listeners, you're, you know, who know UCAN, you're gonna be like, oh yes, we finally get to talk with Peter and learn more about it. Uh Peter, good morning. How are you this morning?
2: Yeah, good morning, Bob and Dina. That was uh more than kind as an introduction. <laughs>
0: oh We'll 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 do a lot better throughout this conversation because you, I mean, we'll go back to our history, but literally, I mean, what you've done and and Shoba with UCAN has really helped us as uh, practicing sport dietitians really change the way we approach athletes. So we appreciate it.
2: Well, there's not too many people that uh, love talking to me as much as you just said, you'll enjoy talking to me. I love love chatting
0: well so let's start with that like you know and, and if you want to start with like the story because I love sharing the story but I love it when you when you tell it too like Peter and I have known each other probably for what Peter 16 seventeen years now
2: it is that long
0: yeah yeah and wow. do you want to share how we've gotten to know each other like well back in the days Dina let's check Ooh, that box like Peter right. how how did we get to know
2: each other Peter well that's integral to the whole origin story for you Ken Bob so uh, it started, uh, back in 2006. Um, yep. that's when we first, uh, the four founders got together and we had a mission. We were originally, uh, I don't know if you even know this. We were a biotech startup originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. And our yep. goal was to cure a very rare disease, uh, that one of my co-founders sons has. So of the four of us, David Feldman has a son named Jonah. Jonah has a disease called glycogen storage disease, specifically type 1A. There are nine types, his is the most common, but still extremely rare. Uh, Only estimated to be 3,000 cases in the US, about 30,000 worldwide. Anyway, so we got together, we were hoping to cure Jonah's disease. The way it manifests itself, it's a genetic disorder that inhibits the production of the enzyme in the liver that converts glycogen back to glucose. So when any of us eat something, including Jonah, it breaks down immediately into glucose, it gets converted and stored in the liver as glycogen, And then when we want to fuel our muscles and our brains, it's converted back to glucose, blood sugar, and we we feed our bodies. For these kids, it ends in the liver. They can't convert it back. So before the 70s, none of these children survived infancy. Um, uh, But in the 70s, it was discovered that if these children were to eat plain cornstarch, stuff you buy in the supermarket, bake it into a cake, it would convert to glucose outside the liver, feed directly into their bloodstreams and keep them alive, but only for two to three hours at a feeding. So the routine for these kids is they have to be fed when they're infants through a tube in their stomachs. As they get older, they have to eat cornstarch eight to 10 times a day to stay alive. And if they miss one dose, they go into hypoglycemic shock and and likely don't even don't live. They can never miss a dose. So as I say, we got together and we, we were hoping to cure the disease. We worked on that for a couple of years, uh, abandoned it fairly early on, and instead focused on helping the family better manage the disease. So, our goal was to make the family's life easier, figure out if there was a way that they didn't have to feed Jonah eight to 10 times every day. Right. Um, and that was what led to the development of what we have as a company, which is a unique new to the world carbohydrate. Uh, we call it Live Steady. It was formerly called Superstarch. Later in the conversation, if it comes up, we can. Uh, we can tell you, I can tell you why we, we changed the name. But in any case, in 2009, when Jonah was seven years old, instead of having to be fed twice in the night, he actually got, he and his parents got to sleep through the night. He got eight hours of a livable level of blood sugar from our carbohydrate live study. So mission accomplished. But we started wondering, and this is where we're going to get to the Bob Sebelhardt part. Mm-hmm. We started wondering what the implications of this carbohydrate might be for people that did not have jonah's disease did not have glycogen storage disease in their lives if in fact it 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 did for did for others what it did for jonah keep blood sugar stable for for a long period of time so we experimented we got about 20 of us together we were experimenting on ourselves we were pricking our fingers we had some great advice from uh uh, a woman uh, a researcher at the uh, usda who had over 20 years of specific experience with human trials with starches so we really stumbled oh, upon uh, a perfect person to help guide us so we could at least conduct trials that would give us enough confidence to feel that this was worth pursuing if in fact it had good results on us and it did and after we got these preliminary results i started i don't know if I don't know if there was Google back in 2006, (laughs) but I, but I searched with whatever search engine on a term that I had heard glycogen sparing, Hmm. but didn't know what it meant. Frankly, Uh, my background was in the tech world. I had no background in nutrition and and really didn't know anything about any of this. When we started just hoping to help, help a family, Uh, I had some entrepreneurial experience as did Shoba. She and I ended up running the company all these years. So anyway, glycogen sparing, I plugged it in and two names came back. Bob Sibohar, a, a white paper came back from a guy named Bob Siebohar who had written yeah. a white paper. It said he was the head sports dietitian at the University of Florida. And the other one was actually Dr. Jeff Volick, who mm-hmm. was at University of Connecticut and uh, turned out to be geographically convenient, but it really was just a random search. Didn't know where he was right. going to end up geographically. So I started trying to track you down, Bob. Yeah. And I think you know this, but... I couldn't find you because it turned out you had left Florida and joined the U S Olympic committee, right. In Colorado at that time, was this 2000 early 2008 or late?
0: This was, this was, this was, so I joined the USOC in 06. So I was at Florida 05 06.
2: Sorry. So it was late 06. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I remember calling into your lab at one point in Florida and they said, Bob's not here, you know, and this was <laughs> after like two months trying to track you down. Yeah. And they said, uh, they gave me your contact information and yeah. connected with you and you and Jeff Pollock, you know, both said, if, if this data turns out to really jive, you know, when you do some real, you know, clinical research, if it really right. turns out that what you found anecdotally and amongst yourselves to Be true, there's really something very special here. You said for sports nutrition, Dr. Bullock said for even more than that, general health. He joined us, said his primary interest was the implications for diabetes. So it was, um, it was a real learning experience, and you really helped us decide that we were going to move into sports nutrition from just helping these children.
0: Well, and I was excited. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Well, you know, (laughs) I don't want to take any credit for this. I just, I just kind of, I think I just, you know, agree kind of as, as Dr. Volk did said, you know, if, when you have the research, if, if it really shows what you're saying, this will literally change the way I practice as a sport dietitian and, and it has, and I, and I do thank you for that. And, you know, thank, thank goodness the research came out positive, right?
2: (laughs) Oh, it was really exciting for us. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a high note, obviously a, a big moment when Jonah slept through the night. Right. And then when we started thinking about the implications, it just got really interesting. Both Shub oh. and I had tech backgrounds. Our, our our businesses for 30 years previous to that had all been around helping businesses become more efficient and do better okay. business. This was right. our first opportunity and a really exciting one to really get involved with helping individuals improve their lives, their health. It was just right. really exciting. It's it's turned out to be extraordinarily rewarding for us. Yeah, That's absolutely.
0: So cool. Well, and I remember Peter when you cuz in those early days you said, well, you know, let us let, let us send you some and I had a blood glucose meter and you said just try it out and I was doing a lot of trail running at the time and I remember cuz you sent me the plain cuz it cuz there, there were no flavors back then, right? It was literally just plain. Uh, super starch, which is now live steady. And I remember taking my blood sugar meter and the plane, uh, you can with me out on the trails and I don't know how many times I pricked my finger during these runs and in the morning and the evening but that's when that's when I I was really literally before the research came out I was thinking, this there is something behind this because the data in the the results I was seeing N of one was super, super positive. And, you know, not only from a subjective nature, but also objective, because I quantified it with blood sugar. So that was kind of my defining moment. Like, ooh, I and I was thinking, I really hope research is coming because I want to see this, you know, proven in a lab setting, not just, you know, real life N of one. So that was that was kind of my defining moment.
2: Really? Yeah, really cool, and that's that. That was not uncommon, you know. When we started, we would send white powder in plastic bags. Yep, to yep. Experts, <laughs> and it ended up in the hands of some quite extraordinary athletes. And those dietitians and sometimes strength and conditioning coaches saw the results. Right. The and that's what drove us because we didn't we didn't understand the implications at all. You know, none of us yeah. had background in sports nutrition nutrition, right. so we were just looking for guidance. And fortunate enough that we had enough experts, really interesting people that uh, were able to confirm that this was worth pursuing. And then there were a lot, a lot more questions we still had to answer, but, but at least we knew it was going to be worth our efforts. Right. It's
1: so fun Suspected. to hear. Yeah. So fun to hear more of that origin story. I wondered, Peter, if you could transition to talking a little bit more about the, you know, primary ingredient, because you mentioned the cornstarch being used originally for uh, trying to treat this rare disease, and then the development of the the super now called Live Steady ingredient. So, could you talk? What's you know how is that made, and and just expand on that important
2: ingredient? Yeah, in yeah. and of course, there's kind of stories behind everything. So, in terms of how it's made, I mean that was a huge challenge for us. So, what happened was we um, we talked to researchers. Um, all over the world. We talked to the World Health Organization, we talked to researchers out in the Midwest in the Grain Belt, trying to see if there was something that would keep John alive more than two or three hours at a time, at a feeding. And eventually what happened was another one of our co-founders, who's a um, a well-known biotech uh, expert, Steve Squinto, Dr. Squinto, found a patent that had been filed in Europe for this carbohydrate. It wasn't called Superstarch. It wasn't called Live study, but it was a patent that had been filed specifically to treat Jonas disease. Hmm. And so uh, David uh, Feldman, Jonas' father, and Dr. Squinto approached the researcher out of the University of Glasgow who had filed this patent. And we were, was, we were, we were only interested initially in potentially licensing this for glycogen storage disease. It turned out that license had been taken. This, this researcher had started a, a business and he was licensing by a category. And that license had been taken by a small pharmaceutical company in Europe. Hmm. So we gave it some thought and, and, and thought to ourselves, you know, if we could, if we could license this as a food product, we might be able to bring it to market sooner than a pharmaceutical company that has to go through various approvals to get approval to use it for a disease. And in fact, get it to Jonah sooner, because really that was our only objective. So we, um, we took an experimental license. We were allowed to evaluate it. Um, we, we did that evaluation, as I described. We got opinions from guys like Bob, like you, Bob, and then pursued it as a food. In fact, Jonah was able to start using it sooner than that um, pharmaceutical uh, version came out. It does exist today for children with glycogen storage disease. Uh, we don't market it for glycogen storage disease, but we, in fact, market it for uh, consumer products, uh, we have the rights to market it for diabetes and related, uh, hormonal disorders. Anyway, so, uh, so we pursued that and, and what it does is it keeps, it turns out virtually anyone's blood sugar remarkably stable for hours, just as it does for jungle. And so it has enormous implications for fitness, for weight loss, for diabetes. We can get into more detail on how and why, um, of course you actually understand it better than I, but, um uh because you taught us some of those implications
3: yeah
2: but um that that's the story behind uh how we we got to it you you said how is it made um so the other very fortunate thing especially in the sports dietetics world is that it's completely natural because the only intended users were children and and and, you know babies and children with a disease Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and it's one of the reasons the patented across the world process for creating it, for actually making it, took so long, it took almost eight years to fully develop the process that creates our live steady. Wow. And the reason for that was it had to be natural. We we, we didn't, there was there was the um, uh, understanding up front that there should be no chemicals involved, not even any enzymes. It's a completely natural process. Our starting ingredient is a specific type of non-GMO corn. It's sourced from one place, it's tested for GMOs. It goes through this patented cooking process over 30 hours a batch. It only involves water and heat and that's it. But as it's cooked in this very specific way for this long period of time, it, the molecule changes. It becomes resistant to digestion. It breaks down slowly, it's absorbed slowly. It releases glucose slowly into the body. But while it breaks down slowly, it breaks down virtually completely, and that was the combination Jonah needed to go the eight awesome. hours and get a full night's sleep.
3: Which is and of fantastic. course in the sports
2: <laughs> world, right? All, all you dietitians and yeah. strength coaches, and for all those teams, really appreciate having something completely natural. Every product we have has a nutrition facts label. None of them have supplement yeah. labels.
0: Mm-hmm. That's which really is, important. I mean, that's one of the things that really stands out. Right. And I think that's why consumers and athletes and fitness enthusiasts, they really appreciate that because it is. And every time I explain it to an athlete, what it is, it, you you kind of hear that. Oh, you know, like, oh, there are no preservatives. There are no chemicals. There are no, you know, like you were saying. And I think that's one thing that really differentiates you can. So everybody thanks you for that, obviously.
2: <laughs> well, that's appreciated, You know, I, when we get into the details of the products, if we have a chance to discuss yeah, that, we do have absolutely. one product that has one preservative, but I'll tell you why. Won't
0: get okay. Okay. Well, let me, so you gave the backstory a little bit, um, about us and you can, and I'm just curious. And just for our listeners to what year did you finally, did you guys finally launch into the sport nutrition market? Do you remember what year that was? And and was sure. it a team? Was it just endurance athletes?
2: So we launched in uh, April 2010 at the Boston Marathon with a big press release with Meb Kofleski. So Mm -hmm. Meb Meb was the uh, top marathoner in the United States for a dozen years. He's retired now for for, uh, two or maybe three years. But um, Meb had gotten a hold of the product through one of your connections, Bob. Yep, yep. Dr. Krista Austin, who was working with Olympic athletes, she had Meb try it. He used it for his first time. Three weeks before he won the uh, New York Marathon in 2009. Wow! And uh, used it before it was a product because we didn't release it as a product, as I mentioned, until April 2010. Right. Yeah, and there was another. Uh, there was an NFL team actually that started using it before that it is... was a product. White right. powder plastic bags. They actually pen, used it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we had a good connection that gave us some good credibility with their sports dietitians. So right. Um, but that's where we—that's where we first launched in April 2010, and okay. we launched it as a powder. And I think we had, we had the uh, pomegranate blueberry. Maybe we had a second flavor. I think we had lemon. Oh, and yes. it was just yeah. a I
1: remember flavor. that. Yeah, I absolutely. remember Bob. You gave because when I first started working with you in late 2010, I was trying to qualify for Boston. Like a few weeks later, for the Boston Marathon, you gave me this packet of things you know it was like this powdered thing and you encouraged me to just try this like go for it you know and I was still learning like what this isn't a gel it's not a sugary thing I don't you know mm-hmm. like this is kind of mind-blowing and then I qualified for Boston and then used UCAN for the Live Steady for 2011 Boston Marathon it was like my the fastest marathon I had run ever. And it was just so exciting, but it was still so revolutionary and it still is as a matter of fact. Um, But it just, it's fun to reminisce like the flavors and, and just the origin and understanding how unique this product is and how different it is. So I wonder if that's, if we could segue a little bit. Um, Really emphasizing, Peter, the importance, like when we look at labels of sport nutrition products and we're just seeing like total carbs per serving, um, we really have to understand that this is such a unique acting uh, type of carbohydrate and how it differs from many of the other sport nutrition products out there. So I wonder if you could touch on, you know, behavior a little bit more. I mean, you mentioned some of this in brief already, but just kind of emphasizing the importance that it's not the same.
2: Yeah. So so let's first uh, discuss, you know, what it what it does in the body, right? Mm-hmm. So so it does two primary things again, that have the implications, as I mentioned, for fitness and respectively weight loss and diabetes, though we don't market it uh, in those last two categories specifically. We have lots of examples of it being used that way, but we don't market it that way. So first, it keeps your blood sugar stable. You don't get the spike and crash you get from other simple carbs. So that's number one, and that's the primary thing that it does. So as you get further into your exercise, your blood sugar and your energy don't drop, and you literally feel less fatigued at the in the the second half and particularly the latter part of your workout and you know when i meet an nfl strength coach and i want to emphasize what this is going to do for his or her athletes you know my point is consider consider having a significantly higher quality last 20 or 30 minutes of every workout and practice over an entire season the level of fitness improvement that you could achieve with your athletes and there's a whole element of injury prevention We were invited to a conference a long time ago, seven, eight years ago in the UK, a rugby conference on injury prevention. And the reason we were invited was there had been a study at that time done at rugby proving that 90% of injuries occur in the last 10 minutes of a practice or a game. And it makes perfect sense. It's when your focus drops, your energy drops, your focus drops, you roll your ankle, you screw up your shoulder, right? So they invited us because they said, if you can keep energy stable through the entire practice or game, we should see less injuries in rugby. Right. And of course, that's going to be true. It should should, uh, be true then in other sports. So uh, that's the primary thing that one feels, you know, you literally feel you can do weight and reps, uh, uh, more, more weight, more reps at the end of a strength workout. You feel like you can run another mile at the end of that workout. And you feel if you go to the gym, uh, you know, kind of an average uh, active person, you feel like you go to the gym in the morning, you have better energy when you leave for the rest of your day. So that's the uh, primary thing that people feel. Uh, The other thing that people feel is when blood sugar drops is when you're, and by the way, I'm not a scientist or a nutritionist, so I keep things pretty simple just so I understand them. But when when um, uh, when your glucose drops in that crash part of the spike and crash, that's when your brain tells your body sugar's low time to eat again. Well, because we don't have that crash, you're not starving at the end of your workout. You don't feel a need to eat twice as many calories as you just burned off which is self-defeating for the average person who goes to the gym and is trying to keep their weight at least in check if not drop a few pounds mm-hmm. and um you're just uh and and there's also the opportunity to use some of our products in your in your diets just to help cravings and help you control some of those uh, issues if you are trying to drop a few pounds and then um the other thing is that because we don't spike blood sugar normally when you spike your glucose your pancreas reacts by producing insulin, right? And insulin has two functions in the body. One, blood sugar goes up, brings it back down. But two, it's a storage hormone and one of the most sensitive hormones in the human body. So even a little insulin stops your body from using fat as a fuel source. Well, because we don't have that glucose spike, we're pretty much under the radar of the pancreas. There's there's less uh, insulin produced in response to our carbohydrate than there is to most proteins. It's so low that most people on ketogenic diets stay in ketosis when they use our carb. Wow. I mean, I'll be later to tell you our biggest difficulty as a company because that's an example of it. And, and, and I'll give you a hint: who on a ketogenic diet is going to believe that they can use a carb and stay in ketosis? Nobody. Right, so the right. whole thing of education is really important to us as a company, and it's a, it's our biggest challenge. So so um, so it's used very consciously. Uh, particularly by people in your field, sports dietitians and, and and strength and conditioning coaches, to change body composition of their athletes. And, and the best example I could give you is um, uh, because not all athletes, you know, are thinking about that all the time, right? You've got lots of hockey players and soccer players, and you're just trying to keep weight on those guys very mm-hmm. often, right? But but think of a high school football player, particularly a lineman, joins a college joins a college team. First thing that player wants to do is put on 40 or 50 pounds of mass. Well, if you're going to put on that 40 or 50 pounds of mass while burning a whole lot more fat, you're going to end up with a better ratio of muscle to fat mm-hmm. as you on that mass. So using UCAN before a workout instead of using a simple carb, we have some data that shows you you're burning uh, uh, around 50% more fat calories just because your body's not being told to store them by by the insulin response you get by having a simple carb before you start. it's it, it, it all becomes obvious when you think about what this what this does, but it's also pretty cool that all of this was really accidental discoveries. Uh, it was, wasn't to it? Help children with a disease. The whole thing's yeah. been quite fun and, and kind of remarkable.
0: And and listeners, if you're keeping up and you've listened to our podcast for a while and you know my uh, metabolic efficiency training concept, you've heard of that. You're hearing a lot of similar things coming out of Peter's mouth. And I told Peter early on, I said, you know, this is literally you can, is the only product that actually supports my metabolic efficiency training concept. Because exactly what he was just saying, it's blood sugar regulation, it's it's stabilizing the production of insulin and reducing that, in fact, so there's a lot of similarities here. And that's why I mean, Peter, that's why I, I've always been a huge uh, proponent of using UCAN with every single athlete. And I do want to highlight that real quick, Peter, because you're, you're talking about a lot of different athletes, you mentioned marathon, football, rugby, it, back in the days, I believe a lot of athletes only thought this was for endurance-based athletes, but I would just like you know you to go on record saying what what athletes would best benefit from using Ucan products.
2: So, so first, I'm going to generalize in kind of a crazy way. Yeah, unless you have a corn allergy or sensitivity, in which case. You might not want to use our products. And I always right. say, might, you probably wouldn't, and I would never recommend it. But I have known a few people, I learned this along the way, that know that they're only allergic to or have a sensitivity to GMO corns. And they've used our products successfully. Oh, but most people don't know that. And so I never recommend. It. My best friend has a corn allergy. I've, he's never tried our products. I wouldn't recommend he do so. Mm, anyway, okay. virtually every athlete and virtually every person, I would say, can mm. benefit in some way from UCAN because because it's just a healthier way to get your carbs and your energy. Now, in terms of specific sports, it's been most used to date by endurance athletes. It's where we Mm -hmm. started, you know, endurance running. Again, I told you we didn't know anything about sports nutrition. When we found out that Meb was using our product, we said, wow, that makes sense. Run a long time, have energy a long time. So we focused on running at the beginning and that's been to some extent, our legacy, Um, you know, that, that of course, um, it's built into triathlon, uh, some cycling, uh, endurance sports. But I mentioned there was an NFL team that started using our product before it was a product. And more than half the NFL teams right now are, are using UCAN. Um, we have over 400 college and pro teams. They all buy it, by the way. We don't give it away like some companies. They've always purchased uh-huh. the product. Um, but I have actually found that some of the the, so the products has been most beneficial uh, to weight class classification athletes, oh, like wrestlers. Yeah, and, and think about it, right? A wrestler is, first of all, going through very intense workouts. Right. Uh, they go live, that's where they wrestle each other
3: uh-huh. at the
2: end of the workout. So they notice our product more than almost any athlete because it's when they, they're, they're doing the most strenuous activity in their workout is at the end. Uh-huh. Then they go through weight cutting, right? They've uh-huh. got to fill that energy deficit somehow. Most don't, but they now can uh, because they've got something they can use with very few calories. we could discuss that further why you only need why you need less calories. but it all mm-hmm. goes to that point I made before you're using more of your fat calories so you need less exogenous uh, carbohydrate, less carbohydrate coming into your body because you're burning more of your own fuel from your own fat. so they they can can use few of our calories and it makes them it helps control their hunger while filling that energy deficit. So we have had a ton of success with uh, some, of, some of the top wrestlers, many at the last world games and uh, the Olympics were using UCAN. And, and that was because we made kind of a concerted effort for a few months to focus on wrestling. I love it. Uh, after after we had some really good feedback from um, uh, the UFC Performance Institute. Right. Uh, we would talk about that, but we're not going to talk about any specific athletes. But uh, right. they, they found it to be extremely beneficial for the reason I just gave. So... It helped me understand, uh, helped us understand how important it was for weight classification athletes. And then it's interesting because there are some sports that are akin to weight classification sports, even though they're not called that. You know, we've mm-hmm. had a, we've had some uh, important success by uh, some top gymnasts and gymnastic right. teams, who you know are, are want to keep their weight in check, right? Um, um, I remember uh, some Olympic skiers that were doing mm-hmm. the. Uh, the event where you do the jump and then you do the uh cross country skiing, and yeah, the expression I learned there yeah. was fat don't fly, and so they uh, started yeah. using it to decrease their body fat. Um, but we've had um, football has been probably our top sport in terms
3: okay.
2: of uh, oh. quantities and number of teams buying it and athletes using it, right? And that makes some sense because there you've got all types of athletes, right? You've got your speed oh, yeah. athletes, you have your linemen, um, who want to keep weight on, but they much prefer it be muscle to fat right mm-hmm. right so um uh, you know so that that's that's how i would respond to the question okay. to athletes but uh, we've had them in all kinds of sports and top swimmers and um just just uh, all sports yeah and by that's the way what I, I love add about one more it. thing motocross yeah. i mean i've seen yeah. athletes that are using our product primarily for the benefit of focus you know glucose is the only thing right. that feeds your brain and we're providing steady glucose to the brain. And we have right. some clinical trials that have been conducted. And, and by the way, not funded by us. So very mm-hmm. authentic science that have proven uh, this issue of focus, which ultimately I thought I've thought for a while could be the biggest benefit to uh, athletes.
0: Absolutely. I've uh, add to your list NASCAR, because I've worked with a few yeah. NASCAR drivers and UCAN is, works wonderfully in that scenario also.
2: Mm-hmm. We have several NASCAR teams that are purchasing and using UCAN. In yeah, fact, we had yeah. we had one NASCAR driver who invested in the company because it helped him. Oh, great. And by wow. the way, Bob, he's a five percent body fat athlete.
0: You'd be impressed.
1: Holy cow.
0: <laughs> a... Wow. You probably know that I focus on blood sugar optimization throughout the day and minimizing GI distress while maintaining steady energy during training and competition. Because of this, I am super excited to have you, Ken, as one of our podcast sponsors. Both Dina and I have been longtime supporters of UCAN because of their steady-release carbohydrate, Live Steady. Originally developed as a medical food for kids with life-threatening hypoglycemia, Live Steady is now allowing athletes of all levels to fuel their personal best. I actually recommend my athletes use UCAN products both in training and throughout the day if they feel a blood sugar crash coming. UCAN has been a serious game changer, not only for my own athletic journey, but also for so many athletes I've worked with, ranging from young athletes to collegiate athletes to Olympians. UCAN helps maintain steady energy levels throughout the day without any nasty spikes and drops in blood sugar. Most sports nutrition products push the idea that more energy means more sugar, but UCAN gives you more energy with less sugar. It's truly unique. And if you visit their website, YouCan.co. that's UCAN.co, you, you can save 20% on their energy bars, their gels, powders, and more. Be sure to use the code ISNPODCAST during checkout.
1: Um, Peter, I wondered for the listeners kind of learning more, if they're not already familiar with, with UCAN and the Live Steady, uh, Carbohydrate, Um, Just thinking of the differences out there and some of the other sports nutrition that is starch based or even says, you know, corn starch, what should they be knowing or learning here or keeping their eyes on when they're, when they're shopping around like, oh, all the starches are the same, but what should we explain here about live steady and the unique, the unique properties of this particular kind of carbohydrate?
2: Yeah, I appreciate that question, Dina. Um, there are other starch-based products that have been sometimes grouped into the same category as us in this group of super starches. I've seen that in a couple of articles. I remember in one article we were compared to Vitargo. The reality is that those carbohydrates have one thing in common with us. They're very large molecules. We're about 4,000 times, our molecules are about 4,000 times larger than a sugar molecule. Those large molecules leave the stomach quickly Small molecules sit in the stomach, they draw water in, they can cause bloating and gastric distress. So they may have that in common with us. But more often than not, those starch molecules, uh, especially those waxy maize starches, they actually are intended to spike blood sugar and insulin. I remember Vitargo years ago used to actually on their website talk about how they spiked insulin more than and faster than glucose. So we're the opposite, right? We're slow and we don't spike insulin. And we actually, even for people that believe they need a spike in insulin post-exercise, we actually subscribe to some more recent research. Uh, It's in the literature. I could send you one of the papers if you're interested, or if you haven't seen it, you probably have, that actually says that the uh, spike in insulin you get from protein is enough to drive protein synthesis. Mm -hmm. And so the argument for most athletes and certainly average individuals post-exercise is, take advantage of that two to four hour fat burning window post-exercise, instead of spiking your insulin, shutting down your ability to use fat and losing that opportunity to burn more fat post-workout. So there's, there's that class of starches. There is um, um, it some, it's been on your show, there's discussion of the isomaltulose, sometimes mm-hmm. known as palatinose. Mm -hmm. And, and I love, and we as a company subscribe and love anything that's going to flatten that glucose curve. Right. And there are lots of ways to flatten the glucose curve, right? You can add protein and fiber and and fats to a product, and -hmm. that's going to slow the absorption and flatten the curve. Um, You can chemically or enzymatically alter a molecule. Uh, the isomultulose is a uh, enzymatically altered molecule uh-huh. but all those things i think are far better than the alternative which is which is simple carbs um uh you know tavis when he talked about the product he's got that's incorporating isomultulose, it's a great product um uh, because it does in fact uh, do away with a lot of that spike and crash
3: uh-huh.
2: i would argue you know that um because isomultulose breaks down into glucose and fructose and then works its way into the bloodstream and takes pathways that are the pathways that glucose and fructose in fact, take fructose takes a pathway that more directly converts to fat than do other forms of sugar. So, you know, though, I, though I think it's a, a, a much better choice than simple carbs. Um, I would suggest that our live steady is the best way to get steady energy without sugar. You know what? If you have a choice, why use something that, it's based on fructose and modified with enzymes. And it's also a small molecule. I think it's only mm-hmm. 340 grams per mole. I looked it up once, of course, because we wanted to compare,
3: right. which
2: is even smaller than multidextrin. And, and therefore it might stress the stomach. I haven't had experience with it, but it's a smaller molecule. When you can instead use something that's completely natural, no enzymes, easy on the stomach, and it's not partially based on fructose. So, you know, that's our competitive uh, comparison,
3: yeah. but
2: certainly, um, uh, uh, both and uh, any products that are using something that's going to flatten the curve, we think is most important to health.
1: That's important. Right, yeah. Thank you for explaining that. Right.
0: Peter, I could, I could hug you with one of the statements you said on that, you know, the post-workout mm-hmm. window and optimizing fat metabolism and fat oxidation. Cause that's I mean, you know me, that's been my message for so many decades now. And, you know, athletes do have individuals have a choice after they work out or train or compete or whatever, you know, they can they can rush that sugar right in their system as quickly as possible. But I always argue that you don't really need to do that, like take advantage of physiology and what's going on. So we definitely appreciate that. And that's a good segue into we're going to, I really would love for you to kind of talk us through, I believe there's eight UCAN products now. I could be wrong, but my last count was eight. I'd love to have you talk us through those and like maybe, you know, what, what they are when, and more importantly, like listeners want to know because Peter and my practice and Dina also, we always talk through to athletes like, okay, you've got the UCAN edge. When do we use that? You know, you've got the hydrate. When do we use that? So I'd love for you to kind of talk us through that. Cause I know that's where listeners have a lot of questions. So, if you don't mind, let's let's highlight, you know, any of the products you want to. I think we should start with UCAN Energy, because that was literally the flagship product. And that's probably the easiest to to kind of intro this whole thing, if you will.
2: Yeah. So um we we've got uh, as you said, UCAN Energy. That's the original powder form of UCAN. We offer it by we offer the lift steady by itself.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: you can get you can get the carbohydrate just plain and you can add it. any shake you might be having it's great to add to any protein shake you might have in the morning because you're then getting an hour or two extra satiety and you're getting energy from your protein shake you can throw it in yogurt you can do really whatever you you want with it um and then we have flavored versions of the live steady to which we add some natural flavor and a zero uh, calorie uh natural sweetener either stevia Mm -hmm. or monk fruit extract Um, and so that's the energy powder line it is the place you get the most bang for your buck Mm -hmm. it's where you get the most of our carbohydrate for the least amount of money you know lowest cost per per gram if you will right Um, and it's it's most useful uh, either as i said to add to something else that you might be having any any time in your in your diet uh, particularly the plain which has no taste or the flavored ones you mix up with eight to ten ounces of water for a serving for a scoop and you're getting 20 grams of live steady, and it's going to be good for about an hour and a half, sometimes two hours uh, of exercise, depends how fat adapted you are, the more fat adapted you are, the less you need of carbohydrate coming in from outside. And so that's what you would use 30 to 60 minutes, ideally, before exercise.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And as I said, it'll last the longest on a gram, you know, a penny per gram basis, you know. On right. a, yeah. um, then we have uh, energy then we have some versions to which we add protein, your choice of uh, whey protein or, or high quality plant protein, pea protein, we mm-hmm. call that energy plus protein. You can energy plus protein. And that's that's again, similar to the concept of adding live steady, as I mentioned earlier to a protein shake, you're getting energy and satiety from your protein in that case. Uh-huh. Um, so that's, that's good for recovery and it's good for a protein shake in the morning or anytime you might use a protein shake in your day that you want to have. a great,
0: up. great snack option. Awesome snack option. Yeah.
2: Love. Then we have uh, energy bars. We call mm-hmm. them, Ucan energy bars and those, and, and, and bear in mind, all our products are about stable blood sugar. So okay. in the case of our bars, they're not protein delivery bars. They're stable blood sugar bars. They have right. very little protein in them, uh, almost no added protein, but they do have two to six grams of protein in the bars. Uh, currently we have three flavors of bars.
3: Mm-hmm. That
2: was We had more in the past and we will have more in the uh, very immediate future.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, right now we have a chocolate almond butter and a, a cherry uh, berry almond and a uh, salted peanut butter bar. They're uncoated. Uh, Those bars, they have uh, 10 to 13 grams of our lift Steady in them. We used to have two coated bars. They were very popular because they were chocolate coated. Right. Chocolate and the chocolate peanut butter bars. Those were our original bars.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, Very tasty. Um, Our manufacturer, when we got into COVID and supply chain issues, could no longer support making our bars. So we had to find another supplier, another co-man to make the bars. We found that co-man. The bars would have been manufactured for the first time, the new coated chocolate and chocolate peanut butter bars last week, but supply chain issue, one of the flavors mm-hmm. didn't come in, so they should be produced in the next three or four weeks. They are not exactly the same formula. They have a little different texture. I think they're better, and mm-hmm. those were my favorite bars.
0: I, I don't know if you better. can make those energy bars better, Peter. They are delicious, seriously. We'll,
2: okay. we'll see what you think. These bars yeah. actually taste like candy bars.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: I mean, you, you might say the last ones did, but so this chocolate bar, I think, tastes like a Musketeer's bar.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to trying that then. And,
2: and uh, the chocolate peanut butter bar, I don't know, somebody said it tastes a little like uh, milk duds. It doesn't have the, uh, the chewy uh, texture right. of milk duds. Right. But, um, so we'll see what people think, yeah. but um, yeah. they're, they're pretty tasty and you know they're pretty indulgent. So those will be out soon. We're working on uh, some bars that would be more meal replacement bars with more okay. protein, perhaps some vitamins added to them. Yeah working on that right now we've got some samples so Um, the
0: energy bars i mean they're great for snacks but i have a lot of athletes literally taking those during activity or uh, during training or racing too so i think mm -hmm. they're very they're so flexible and so so many opportunities to to use those
2: yeah they have other ingredients of course there's fat and there's fiber in them Mm -hmm. um so so sometimes people some people you know don't like to exercise on on bars and real food right they just Mm -hmm. find fiber or things might bother their Stomach's a little bit, um, but yeah, plenty of people, certainly ones who have exercised on bars in the past. Somebody that might've had a cliff Bar or a Kind Bar before they went to the gym or a protein bar is going right. to find this to be a, a, a great option because now you've uh-huh. got a bar that tastes taste great and is going to give you stable energy instead of having you crash halfway through the workout because you had all that yeah. sugar.
3: Right. So
2: great option. Our most recent uh, product that we've added to our portfolio is the You Can Edge product line. Uh-huh. And that's our gel. Now we worked on that thing for seven years. It was I remember. Very hard for us I to remember. A gel. We we wanted to do it preservative free. This is the product I'm going to tell you has one preservative in it, and I'm going to tell you why yeah. and what it is. But um, it's already become, since being released in April 2021 the last year, our most popular product because it's so easy to use, so easy to administer. Right? I mean, gels are always easy because you just squeeze. It's amazing. Them, instead of having to take the powder and make a shake, maybe think ahead, carry a bottle if you. Want to make it at work before you go to the gym, so this is very convenient uh, for sure. Uh, we made it not as sweet as other gels. I know Bob, you're mm-hmm. always an advocate of that. You you explained to me long ago that as you get further into your endurance exercise, you lose your taste for sweetness. Exactly. So it's got some sweetness for sure, but um, it's not as sweet as as other gels.
0: I love the just that little bit of tart in there. I think it mm. really it really hits with a lot of different athletes
2: particularly the orange yeah. has a little tartness to it. Yes. And we also have a yeah. strawberry banana and a pineapple flavor um we sweetened the orange was the first one so we sweetened it with erythritol we subsequently mm-hmm. sweetened the strawberry banana and the pineapple with allulose as the sweetener mm-hmm. and um we might switch the orange actually at some point to allulose okay. we really like that as a as a natural uh, was
0: there a reason banana. to do that peter what was the reason behind
2: that i or why did yeah. we
0: why did you go from erythritol to allulose
2: yeah um Two reasons. Uh, the primary one is that erythritol being a sugar alcohol, mm-hmm. we have heard some people, it, it bothers their stomachs,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, some gastric distress. Now, there's not a lot of it in that orange packet. And we haven't heard it often. Uh, the best example mm-hmm. I can give you is there was a high school wrestling team mm-hmm. or a group of wrestlers. It wasn't from one high school team, but it was a group of uh, 120 wrestlers that went to a tournament and they purchased the orange up front. And what I was told was that some of the guys that went through what was categorized as extreme weight cutting that week mm. had some difficulty with their stomachs. But I was also told the guys that went through mild or medium weight cutting had no issues. Oh, so really, if you're very sensitive, that amount of erythritol—it's just a few grams—could right. bother somebody. So we switched for that reason, and um, uh, that was the primary reason we we liked the okay. those. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. So edge um, is just easy. Um, uh, you know, we like to say, and you just gave an example. You said, you know, some of your athletes or some athletes that use the bars for their energy, for their workouts. Mm-hmm. We really feel they're, to some extent, interchangeable. It's really what you like to use, find most convenient. Mm-hmm. You like to eat some food before and then go with a bar before your workout. Um, the edge and energy are very similar. and They have very few ingredients besides the live steady, just some natural flavor and uh, some natural zero calorie sweetener in them. Uh, so they're quite interchangeable but you still get a little more um, bang for your buck again with the powder right, right. um we do have uh, potassium sorbate in the edge now okay what happened was after those seven years of work we came up with a formula that we were told by something called the process authority that evaluates gels hmm. um that this would have a 12-month shelf life without a preservative oh, okay but when we got to our co-manufacturer the co-man the manufacturer of the product Their QA department just said, you know, we are just not comfortable making a gel without a preservative and they wouldn't, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't give. So we acquiesced and went with potassium sorbate after I checked with uh, Lifetime. Lifetime Mm -hmm. has natural cafes in every location. They're about as strict as Whole Foods. And they said they would allow that product in their cafe because they consider potassium sorbate to be a natural preservative. Mm
3: -hmm. So I was
2: satisfied with that and we weren't going to be able to produce it without a preservative, but... I probably would have kept pushing back on the manufacturer if I hadn't gotten that word from Lifetime that it was considered natural. Right. So it has that preservative in it, uh, which is good. You know, it's very comfortable now, even more comfortable putting a 12-month shelf life on it. And I, I in fact, use some of the gels after the 12 months. Yeah. So so that product is uh, very popular. Yeah, uh, I do want to say real quick, like Peter. exercise, doing exercise. If you go out for more than an hour, you know, yeah. you can use those yeah right, let so. me let
0: me let me add because a lot of people hear gel and they think very viscous, sticky, sweet, just you know like honey. I just want to make uh, the point known that the edge is the complete opposite. Like it is it's almost like I don't even know what to call it because I don't think a gel is really it because yeah. it's it is kind of a liquid and it makes it go yeah. down so easy and it's so easy to carry and consume. So Kudos to you guys for making that consistency, which is a lot easier for for consumers to actually, I mean, actually use. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that. It, yeah. as I said, it took a long time. We also had it, it took a while to get um, to get any grittiness out of it because right. starch is a food thickener, and it had to. We wanted it to flow well without thickening too much and have any of that sort of starch quality to it. So I think yeah. we came up with a good, a good, a very good solution. Um, okay. A really good product, and, and I appreciate you uh, emphasizing that. The yeah. packet is a little larger than some of the other gel products, uh, uh, so that that's true because we wanted to fit 15 grams. Right. So it would absolutely last an hour. And again, some people get an hour and a quarter, hour and fi- uh, hour and a half out of it. But we just keep it simple and suggest every you know one an hour.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, we also have an almond butter that's infused with infused with live Steady an expensive my way drink. to get almond butter but it tastes really good it's a, it's, it's totally cool almond right. butter on the market yeah um, you don't notice the starch and you do get um five grams and two tablespoons serving of the almond butter that you okay. can have the butter yeah um and then we have um then we have our hydration oh sorry then we have our energy mix that's the last product uh, line that we have that includes our carbohydrate live steady it's actually kind of my personal favorite of our products okay. because Again, it took a little while to figure this one out. I'm responsible for innovation in the company, new product development. And mm-hmm. um, this is a really cool product if it did not have a live steady carbohydrate in it. This product is completely grain-free and gluten-free granola. Yeah. That's a granola. Um, it's just nuts and seeds, uh, yeah. very low sugar, three grams per serving. I actually have a version that's got zero sugar that tastes as good, but we haven't produced oh. that yet. Yeah, And... 25% of it though is live steady. So you're getting as much live steady out of a serving as you would from our bars.
3: Wow!
2: Um, in fact, if you have a half a cup of it, you're getting 30 grams of the. Uh, uh, sorry, if you had a whole cup, a whole cup would give you yeah. 30 grams of live steady, which is sort of more than any of the other products uh, right. serving size. <laughs> but serving size, I have to admit, is very small. We kept it the same as 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 other granolas. And yeah. other granolas are only 30 grams for a serving size, which is a quarter cup. Mm. I'm, just, I'm almost laughing because who's going to eat a quarter cup? Of gonna, yeah. So exactly. this, stuff, this stuff tastes really good. It's yeah, so good. it does. I can, but I that's can the serving size of other granolas because they don't want to show too much sugar and fat in their products on the label. And we wanted folks to be able to compare apples to apples. So we kept the serving size small. Yeah. Um, so that's a great, great, uh, delicious product. Put that in a bowl with unsweetened almond milk. And that, that is amazing. That's my dessert most nights. Yeah. <laughs> And then we have one more product line. It's our only product line that does not include Lift Steady. It's our You Can't mm-hmm. Hydrate. It's a hydration line. It was designed by a sports dietitian, previously the dietitian for an Olympic triathlon team in Beijing, mm-hmm. the ones in Beijing. Bob it Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> Who, dat? Who dat? So Thank you, Bob. You designed an amazing hydration product. This product could stand on its own if we had nothing else in this company against Wow. Others. Because... Because think about it. I'll describe it, right? So it's it's zero calories. Yeah. So we did that because it complements our low steady products, and we feel you don't need additional calories for fuel. But it's a zero-calorie, so obviously zero-sugar mm-hmm. electrolyte product that has exactly the ratio of electrolytes as average sweat. That's how you designed it for us. Mm-hmm. So it's 3 to 1, three to one sodium potassium, 2 to 1 sodium chloride, 20 to 1 sodium to calcium. And then you told us that almost all, all athletes are magnesium deficient. And in fact, mm-hmm. most people are magnesium deficient. So you said double the ratio of magnesium instead of twelve to one, which would be the average ratio of sodium to magnesium in sweat. You told us to make it six to one. Now it's not an electrolyte electrolyte loader like the right, right. stuff, element T, elemental, right. element, element T, where you get a gram, gram and a half of sodium. Our starting point is 300 milligrams of sodium, but the ratios are perfectly balanced from that. It's just, it's just, it's absolutely as good a balance of electrolyte ratios as you can get from anybody. And, you know, I drink it all day because it's not going to load me up with too much sodium. So I call it a perfect average electrolyte product. You know, yes, a yes, average, average electrolyte product. And we have a lot of folks that really like using it and complimenting it. Uh, we have a lot of uh, we have a, one, one team that uses an enormous amount of this. In fact, they buy, I think, more product from us dollar wise than almost any other college team. And all they buy is the hydrate. We just announced yesterday an addition to the hydrate line to which we've added amino acids. And you yes, have us can you talk about amino that? Amino acid blend on, on that. Yeah, um, there are there's a demand for it, you know, people that are using yeah. hydration products that are looking to get amino acids. And so um, we created a mix of amino acids. I mean, I won't go into the mix right now, but it's, yeah. it's a performance mix of amino acids. It's not um, it's not just basic amino acids. Um, uh, it's not just essentials, but it, but it's a performance mix of amino acids. Folks can look. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it was not on our website. It's not on the packaging. We'll probably put it on there in the future because when it came out yesterday, we got you know 50 emails. What's the mix of uh, amino acids? Oh, I get that I up are. on our website very mm-hmm. shortly. It's not up already.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Great.
2: So that's the product line. I appreciate you asking that. So that
0: just hit. I mean, literally just hit. Yeah. So that is brand new to the market. Brand new. But Right now, consumers, I, I, I can't imagine that those are in stores yet, not the Hydrate Plus Aminos. So that's going to be to the at the UCAN website, correct?
2: That's right. It's on the website, yeah. Yeah. our store, and, and it'll be on Amazon. That's where we okay. primarily uh, sell, by the way. 80% of our sales are, all, are online sales between our stores.
1: Okay. And there's a product for everyone, Peter. I had a quick question because way back when you had single serving packets of the energy yeah, powder, yeah. is that going to come yeah. back at all or do you know or can
2: you Well, it-, it might, but it might not. You know, we discontinued yeah. that because we had such strong demand from the edge. Mm. And you know, it's it's not always convenient to produce so many things yeah. in a couple. Right, so right. so because the edge got so popular we made that now the single serve option I and, see. and it's the only option okay. from a single serve perspective okay and you didn't get frankly as much bang for the buck from the individual serving packets of powder anyhow right uh, you get that from the tubs and the bags uh, we're converting from tubs to bags so um you know it, there wasn't too much justification for the single serves uh, okay. because the edge okay. became so popular so so quickly
0: I love that you what you just said. You're converting from the tubs and the canisters to bags. Love that, hundred percent. Support that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, thank you for doing that on behalf of (laughs) people who worry about packaging
2: and everything.
0: Right. Right. On behalf of
2: the earth. Yes. Thank you. you Exactly. Exactly. It's not a it's not a quick process. We've done it with the uh, plane lift steady, and we've done it with the energy plus protein line. It's going to take a little longer to get it done through the energy line. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I can imagine.
2: Issues and co issues and just various issues. Yeah. We'll get Amazing. There.
1: Oh, gosh, Peter, that was a great walkthrough and preview and description of all the different products. Are there some other things about the product or product line that you wanted to mention or anything else regarding Live Steady or, or the and company? Any other things that you wanted to share?
2: You know, the one thing I'd like to um, talk about, emphasize is the importance of our products, the benefits of our products for non-athletes.
3: Mm, yeah.
2: You know, I've always believed that our products would be more important for non-athletes than athletes. The athletes were a great place to start because the benefit, they feel the benefit, right? So quickly, they feel the difference in their workouts and then they become great spokespeople. Um, frankly, you know, I, I'd say the sports dietitians are are the, the best spokespeople.
3: Right.
2: I, I, I envisioned an ad on TV one day where the ad ad would uh, start with uh, pictures of some really great athletes. And then it would say, now you can hear from the people that told those athletes what they should be eating. Right. Because athletes talk so much about what they endorse so many products. They endorse products, talk about it. And they don't necessarily know much about why they're using those products. They were told to use it by guys like like you. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes they're not even using the products they endorse. Everybody knows that. But in any case, um, uh, we we learned from our experience at the Lifetime gyms that gym chain across the country
3: mm-hmm.
2: that our product, how important our products are for non-athletes. Mm. So at Lifetime, as I mentioned earlier, our products have been on shelf there for uh, since 2012 for a decade. And as I also mentioned, we estimate 40 to 50,000 folks there have used our products as a primary weight loss tool in their diet. And what's happened is 95 plus percent of, of the sales, the usage at lifetime has been through personal trainer recommendations.
3: Mm.
2: That goes to, again, the issue of people don't understand our products, take some education. It, it always takes some kind of, of influencer or, or, or at least somebody listening to a minute of what we're about and understanding it. You know, it's hard for us at this point still to throw the product on the shelf in a store right. and expect to be pulled off the shelf until our brand is better known. And it's been slow, you know, it's been slow in getting folks to become knowledgeable of our brand because it, it's a slow process to have some influencer connect every individual with our, with our product, right? Yes. Um, that's changing and, and we're about to go through a significant improvement on marketing and, and, and uh, we have some some uh, investment coming into the company, et cetera. So we'll, we'll, I think we'll be addressing that issue and creating a lot broader brand awareness very shortly over the next 18 months. In any case, at Lifetime, the personal trainers have recommended that their clients use our product not every trainer does this but often 10 times a week mm-hmm. okay and, and we've historically had had customers who are not great customers from a business perspective
3: yeah the
2: endurance runner the endurance runner often trains for one marathon a year right. trains for that yeah. marathon for 3 or 4 months prior to the marathon uses our product only for their long saturday runs because <laughs> they think it's only for endurance or ultra endurance, and and so they get one tub, 30 servings, and that's all they need for the year. <laughs> but in lifetime, we've we've seen our, our very best customers created, and and this is where and because they found the best benefits. And what 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 I was saying was the trainers tell their clients to use our product ten times a week. They say use it the two or three times a week before you come to see me. You'll have a better second half of your workout. Workout in the morning, you will go off to work with better energy. At the end of the workout, you won't be starving at the end of the workout. And eat twice as many calories. Self quite self-defeating when 95% of the people coming to see the personal trainers at lifetime have a weight loss objective.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And they say it'll take some time, but I can more quickly help you change your body composition because you're going to use more fat while you're working out with me. Then they said, I also want you to use the product at least once a day in your daily diet to replace the least healthy carbs in your diet. If you're having cereal bagels, even oatmeal for breakfast, consider how healthy you can't shake. You want to have a couple of eggs with it? All power to you. There's no spike from in your glucose and your insulin from eggs. You won't feel like you need a snack at work at 10:30. You'll you'll have great energy all the way to lunch at 3:07 in the afternoon. The peak of hunger and fatigue at work. Instead of reaching for a protein bar, a cliff bar, a Kind bar, consider a stable blood sugar you can bar. A couple hours later at five o'clock, you won't go home for an early dinner because you're tired and hungry from the crash. You go see me. You'll come see me, your personal trainer, like you're supposed to. Sometimes they say it helps with retention. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a nighttime snacker, turn the powder into a dessert shake post-dinner, post, post dinner, an hour after dinner, or have the bar, or, or take their energy mix, their granola, and put it in a bowl with unsweetened You won't feel like you need to eat the rest of the night. By the way, I'm an example of that. About eight years ago, I was out of control. I worked till one in the morning most nights. I have a five-hour eating window. I had a problem, and I reached the highest weight of my life. My daughter made brownies. Half for class didn't get them in the morning. So <laughs> I started taking my own advice. And created a shake, which I had every night, an hour after dinner, didn't feel the need to eat anything else. And I've been eating 600 to a thousand calories of junk every night. Wow. The control. And I, I lost uh, 24, 28 pounds in four months. Holy so, cow. so it really helped. And so, so you can address that. So that's how the lifetime trainers have taught their clients to use, you can incorporate it into their diet and, We polled some of those trainers at one point and we asked them two questions. What's the number one characteristic that helps your clients, that helps benefit your clients from UCAN? And the answers we got were really interesting because if Mm -hmm. I asked any group of trainers at any gym chain in the United States, except Lifetime, maybe there are a few out there, I don't know about them. What's the biggest benefit? They would say they have better workouts, better energy Mm -hmm. for their workouts. And that's completely true at Lifetime as well. But we got lots of responses about blood sugar control, fat burning body composition implications and changes and then we asked them for a success story give me a success story uh, a client success story and the answers we got were kind of astounding they're not a medical clinic at lifetime but their trainers are taught a lot about weight loss and diet and nutrition because they Mm -hmm. understand that 95 percent of their clients aren't have in fact a weight loss goal um and they and before COVID, they have registered dietitians in every single location, and they mm-hmm. have um, they have um, equipment to test fat burning, they have mm-hmm. metabolic testing equipment in every location. So they're really uh, involved in that thinking. Well, the success stories were two clients off uh, medications for, for diabetes, wow. lowered wow. A1C levels, uh, one point in two months, uh, lost seventy pounds, and moved from being a a weight loss client to being a performance client working on mastering oh. her first pull up uh, uh, what was it another one 70 year old woman uh, off diabetes medication we got these responses that were crazy for a gym chain for yeah years. so it's amazing I, i'm just i'm just making it clear that the biggest biggest benefits are for people that are really not athletes but there's enormous benefits for athletes we have some of the top athletes on the planet unfortunately we don't we don't have the wherewithal to pay those athletes but sometimes they have get caught on, on video, you know, with our bottle in their hands
3: yep. Yep.
2: After, the su- after the Super Bowl um, <laughs> in the locker room. So, so, of course, extremely beneficial for athlete, uh, uh, athletes. This is a sports dietitian podcast. But but really, the benefits for health are, are far more important for non-athletes and for athletes that stop using our products. We had alignment from the Patriots who stopped using our product, Mike Wright. He and his family... Um, got involved in the company because he believed in the products so strong when he retired he was the defensive end he lost 95 pounds in six months and he was using UCAN to help him do that and he would have oh. UCAN at five o'clock every day to control how much he ate particularly carbs at dinner and mm-hmm. that was one of the ways he helped himself get down to a, a better uh, point in his weight right. so I, I often said long ago that uh, baby boomers would be our best uh, clients customers yeah. ultimately right because they they're, they're running out of energy, trying to figure out how to get it back, getting back into exercise. Yeah, They're all facing potentially pre-diabetes and diabetes issues. Um, they're not interested in fads. They're interested in stuff that really works, you know? Um, so I just thought that uh, they could be our best clients for the reasons I just give.
0: Yeah. yeah and I think it's important to always realize, and, and Dina and I do this in our practice, obviously we work with athletes, but we always remember that you know, health before performance. And that's exactly what you're bringing up is you can is so important just in the health aspect and in controlling daily blood sugar. And yes, it can be very beneficial in sports, um, but we do have to look at our our health markers first. And that's exactly uh, kind of what you were mentioning. And we, we appreciate you uh, telling us that, but also accentuating that and, and just making it more apparent because I think a lot of athletes. They just think in themselves as athletes and not just, you know, as human beings who need to control weight or blood sugar or hormones or whatever. So, thank you for for adding that for sure.
2: I appreciate you. Yeah, when you add that well, to the discussion.
0: Yeah, Peter, we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap it up with our high five question. So this is a a little ending that we like to do with all of our guests. And it's just so the listeners can, you know, get a little feedback and learn a little bit more about Peter, um, uh, the, the fun Peter, not that you're always not fun, because you really are. And you've got so much energy, which is awesome. Uh, but we just want to kind of take it away and, and kind of just give you five easy questions. So we're going to kind of rapid fire these. Don't feel like you need to be prepared, like anything that comes to your mind, you can just answer however you would like.
2: All right. We'll you see. ready for the first one? No, sure this is the hardest part of the podcast, but <laughs> it's all been so enjoyable. Let's see if I can enjoy this.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So the first one, I'll warm you up. The first question is what is your favorite exercise or favorite exercise routine?
2: Okay. That's an easy one. I, I like to swim. I played water polo in high school and college. Yes. And keep up swimming. And I don't know if it's going to be one of the five, but maybe I'll reveal my two fitness objectives in life, but I swim okay. four okay. okay.
1: Nice. Uh, Peter, do you have a favorite sports team or a favorite professional athlete?
2: Actually, I like any team that uses UCann. So
3: <laughs> I knew you were going to say so, that.
2: so. Where I where I previously didn't follow sports too closely, you know, I, I follow all the uh, UCAN teams. So yeah. um, keeps them busy a little busy now.
3: I uh, can't imagine how you
2: follow all. I was going to say
1: long list.
2: Definitely but yeah, that's, nice.
1: that's how I choose
0: okay. a team Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. So now we're kind of, now we're getting into it a little bit. Number three is what is your typical breakfast or first well, feeding of the day?
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm uh, getting up a little bit in age. Um, yeah. And so I'm a little bit careful and I told you I had a weight problem at one point. Yeah. right? Yeah. So my routine and eating is I don't actually eat until noon. Okay. And between 12 and one o'clock, I have a UCAN shake.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I use our UCAN Energy Plus Protein. I add a bunch of spinach. I add uh, either our almond butter or more often now, I actually use a uh, peanut butter powder,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, unsweetened almond milk. And, um, you know, that's my, that's my shake. That often holds me until dinner. If it doesn't, I have a UCAN bar sometime in the afternoon. So I'm wow. only UCAN until dinner. Wow. Oh. Wow. And then I have um, a balanced dinner, and and sometimes things that you know are not as balanced. Okay. <laughs> and Which after dinner, do. after dinner, I very often have uh, our energy mix with unsweetened almond milk in a, in a okay. bowl. It's it just tastes great, but I don't yeah. eat one serving. I mentioned a serving size is a quarter cup. Yeah. I I always go through half the bag, and sometimes <laughs> 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 they've got to control my uh, nighttime eating. Understandable.
1: Great. It's so tasty. Oh great. Okay. Uh question number four, Peter. Uh, beaches, mountains, or deserts?
2: Yeah. Um that's funny because I actually asked my wife and my daughter that question the other day. Oh, you did. I I guess I'm I guess I'm uh, beaches, but I really, I mean, I'm sure anybody that likes outdoors would say. Some of all of them, maybe not deserts yeah. as much, although I, I visited the most incredible desert botanical gardens in Los Angeles the other day. Okay. Oh. But I'll go with the beaches. I okay. my high school years were in Florida and um, yeah, I told you I played water polo. I was yeah. lifeguard. I'll yeah. go beaches. Okay.
0: Go okay. All right. Last one. And this is, this is, I'm not going to set this up, but I am going to set this up. This is usually the most difficult one. If you had only one piece of advice to give to all athletes, Just one piece of advice. What would that be? (laughs) This is why it's so hard.
2: No, it's so easy, right? You know, Uh, uh, it was a two-word answer. It's use you can, obviously, but um, (laughs) but I would instead say, listen to your sports dietitians. Oh. Yeah, okay. listen to listening to sports statistics because, you know, the smart ones are going to say the same thing I said a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. but, but
0: only only the smart ones. Let's just make that apparent.
2: <laughs> I, I would, you know what? There's one other thing I would say, and that goes to what you said a minute ago, Bob, and that is that um, consider the rest of your life while you're an athlete. I mm. mentioned I had a friend, my best friend, who uh, had a corn sensitivity.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, he was a really good soccer player in high school, but he converted to rugby in college. Mm. And he was the best player on the team his first year, really a tremendous athlete for certainly for somebody that wasn't a professional athlete. Boy, he needs two knee replacements. Now he can't, he can barely Uh, walk. He he still dresses himself up with all kinds of braces and plays a very high level of tennis, believe it or not. Wow. But um, you know, think about your future, you know, for nutrition, for, for everything Um, take care of yourself because you know, it's, it's a part of your life. It's not your whole life. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's a great, uh, great ending message. We uh, appreciate yeah. you so much. Well, you didn't this- ask
2: me what my fitness goal in life is. I thought- okay. What's, sure your what's your question. fitness <laughs> goal? Bonus question. My fitness yeah. goal in life is when I turn a hundred, I want to set the world record in the 50 yard butterfly. Really? All I have to do if it doesn't change between now and, and 38 and a half years from now yeah. is go on to two minutes. Two, okay. Wow. And, I have to, and I have to live to be a hundred. Okay. Right. Right. I <laughs> yeah. was going to say that's, that's step
0: one, right? I don't doubt that you will by any, by any means. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my
3: and, and obviously
0: step two is you have to be proficient in doing fly because not many swimmers, well, now some swimmers do, just do not like doing fly or any IM for that matter.
2: Yeah. Well, I've started the fly now and I'm going to do 38 years of it. So for you. <laughs> long oh.
1: training time ahead, but that's, that's an awesome goal that's the one that expect five out to six but anyway i was
2: done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i love it all right well we're going to check back uh in 38 and a half years and we'll have you on the podcast Perfect. again so after Perfect. you break that record stay tuned that's,
2: that's now my other goal when i turn 100 is to be on on the uh on that's podcast. right we'll be
0: on episode
2: i don't even know that <laughs> i now. can't
1: do the math that I quickly math. no no no
2: <laughs> Well, Peter, it thank you so much so... for uh, having me and for uh, oh. you know, taking the time to uh, listen. I mean, really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's really been so
0: enjoyable. It. I always like chatting with you, and it's great just to allow having our listeners really get a good look at where can came, came from. I think that's so important that it's not just, oh, it's another sport nutrition company, because it's really not. There's such great background and, and such great need uh, for this product from a health perspective. So thank you. Thank you. I kind of have a feeling we're going to have you on the podcast in the future, but thank you this uh, for this first time for being on the podcast. Dina and I cannot uh, speak more about how appreciative we are for, to you.
2: I uh, appreciate being on the podcast, and as you know, Bob, we couldn't have done all this without you.
0: Oh well, I, I mean, <laughs> I was just a little a little spoke in the wheel, right?
2: But the wheel wouldn't have turned without you. So <laughs> That's <thanks> true.
0: <laughs> That's true. It would have been. It would need to be trued quite a bit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And listeners, thank you for listening to this episode. As always, if you do have questions specifically about what we were talking today, blood sugar control, you can products or anything related to that, just shoot us an email. Hello at insidesportsnutrition.com. Other than that, we are looking forward to uh, having you on our next episode. Thanks for joining us.
2: Stay well, Dina, Bob, and everybody out there. Thanks. All right. Take care.
0: Well, we hope you enjoyed episode 65, where Dina and I sat down and chatted with one of the co-founders of UCAN, Peter Kaufman. Hopefully you were able to take away some great information regarding what UCAN is, what it can do for you both throughout your day and during training and competition. Thanks again to our episode sponsor, UCAN, which as you just learned, is a revolutionary sports nutrition product that really emphasizes supporting blood sugar and steady energy throughout the day and during competitions and during training. Stay tuned for next week's episode where Dina and I sit down and have one of our M&M talks. So this one's a fun one. This is our matcha and mate talk and we sit down and we're going to update you on some pretty big things both of us have going on this year 2023. So I'm not going to divulge any of those no sneak previews. Just be sure to listen in. Uh some of it's going to be shocking, other others, you know, it's going to be like, yeah, that seems pretty par for the course for DNN, Bob. So please listen in for next week. If you do have any sport nutrition related question that you would like us to answer either on air or not, just send us a note, send us an email. Hello at inside And we will certainly answer that for you. If you would love to continue supporting our podcast, which we would love Go ahead and go over to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Give us a review, five star rating. It just really helps us grow our content with more listeners around the world. We would certainly appreciate that. And you can also visit our website, insidesportsnutrition.com forward slash support for other ways of supporting our podcast. For more information about what I and Dina and do in our respective businesses, head on over to my website, energyperformance.com. That's E-N-R-G performance.com head on over to dina's website at nutritionmechanic.com. the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests involved and do not represent a replacement for medical consultation with your doctor the information and opinions provided here are not intended to diagnose treat cure prevent any disease or medical condition this podcast is for information education and entertainment purposes only